Welcome to the Unfuck Your Fitness podcast. I am your host, Christy Castillo, and I'm here to give you real talk and cut the BS so you can actually enjoy building a body you love. I'm a personal trainer obsessed with giving you simple action steps to take you from feeling stuck to feeling sexy. Let's go. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to today's episode. Today we are going to be talking about how to set up a successful week, of course, in relation to your health and fitness goals, right? How to set up meals and uh, meal prepping and meal planning and planning for your workouts. But of course, we're going to be also talking about how to make that realistic and how to plan for the rest of your week as well. I think So many times in my own journey, just starting out, and so many times my clients, when they're starting out with me, we want to make like, how can we just plan for our meals and meal planning and meal prepping and finding the recipes and getting our workouts in? And a lot of times that causes us to fail because we're only thinking about our fitness journey, which is exciting. And I know it does take some planning, but it also takes planning around your life, right? Your your other events that you have, your children, your spouse, like whatever else you have going on, your job. It's life doesn't just become about our health and fitness journey once we commit to a health and fitness journey. We still have to plan for other things in life. And I think I went wrong there so often. And so did a lot of my clients. And so I really want to talk today about how to fit all of that in as a whole. And I think once you start to fit it all in as a whole and realize that your health and fitness journey and your life have to coincide, this becomes a lot easier and the planning becomes easier. It all just becomes more simple and makes more sense and it flows seamlessly rather than you trying to like live your life over on one side and try to get in shape on the other side or hit your fitness goals. They go together. And so we have to plan accordingly. And so first of all, In figuring out how to set up a successful week for you, you first have to figure out why we want to have a successful week in the first place. And what that really boils down to is the need for control, which is a part of this journey. That's what this journey is partly about, is controlling what we can. A lot of life is out of our control. And so I talked about this in two episodes ago, Um, this health and fitness journey being something that we can be in control of is huge. And so there's no wonder that we want to have a successful week because when we feel in control of our week, we feel accomplished, we feel motivated, and then confidence starts to grow. So it is very important. And I love the idea of planning for a successful week. But we also need to realize that things will fall apart in our weeks. We will plan a successful week. You could plan your weeks down to the hour and think that you have everything figured out and nothing can get in the way because you have planned every minute of your week and something will go wrong. And so we almost have to just plan on that happening. I've said this before and plan to give yourself some grace when it does, right? Like plan some time where you actually have some downtime or plan some time for mistakes, plan to give yourself a little grace when you schedule your entire week and something goes wrong. Try to not get so mad at yourself 
I say this from experience because I've talked about my past before with my kind of like my beach body mindset. It all kind of honestly came from that at the beginning where I was starting program after program and I had to be perfect. And every time I started a program, it was like, I'm going to be perfect this time. For some reason, I thought for the next 90 days in this program, nothing's going to go wrong because I planned for it. I planned all my meals and scheduled, you know, everything and all my workouts. And I don't know what I was thinking, but it was that all or nothing perfection. I'm in or I'm out mindset. And I had to transition out of that mindset into macros and more flexible eating. And honestly, instead of doing like six or seven workouts a week, I did four, I do four or five now. And so honestly, just doing a little bit less, giving myself grace, transitioning out of that perfection mindset into this progress mindset has been really, really helpful. And so it's it's a lot of trial and error when trying to figure out your successful week because I could literally tell you exactly what I put on my weeks for my successful weeks, but it's not, that's, even if you did exactly what I do in a week, that doesn't mean that it's your successful week, right? First of all, we can never have a week that looks the same. We all have different lives and we're different people, but just because I had a successful week one way, like if you did everything I do, you might still be like, well, I kind of wanted to do this or this. Like that still doesn't feel successful to me, Christy. So our versions of success are different. So that being said, if you are in a season of perfection where you need to plan everything, prep everything for every meal and hit every single workout, that is great. Also, if you are in a season where you want to be a little bit looser, you want to give yourself some grace, you don't want to plan and prep every single meal or any meal, you just want to eat some meals out at McDonald's and eat some Oreos and give yourself some grace, that's great too. That's what I mean of success. Some people are at the phase of their journey where they really want to buckle down and hit every single thing, right? Plan everything, prep everything, be in control of that. And that's their version of success. And some people want to be a little bit looser and enjoy life a little bit, hit some maintenance, right? We're not in a calorie deficit. Maybe you're at maintenance calories and you're just kind of loosening up. That's great too. Wherever you're at, you can set up a successful week for you. And that's important that you do this just for you. It's also important that you make sure you're being extremely, say that again, extremely realistic with your time or this will not work. Do not put anything on your weekly schedule that you won't do. There were so many times where I prepped foods that I knew damn well I was not going to eat. I did not, I was not gonna want that on Wednesday evening when I planned to eat it. I'm just... I was not going to want to do that. Or I was not going to want to get up. I would plan like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get up at 4.30 in the morning starting this week and get my workouts in. I mean, I know I know damn well I'm not going to do that. So why would I even put that on my meal plan or on my calendar? So just I'm going to give you that tip right off the bat. Do not put anything on your calendar that you will not do because it makes you feel bad. I would say I'm going to wake up 4.30 in the morning knowing I'm not going to. And then I wouldn't. And then I felt like a failure because I didn't get up early. Well, why wouldn't I just schedule my workouts for later in the day and be successful at it, right? I'm not going to gain confidence by telling myself I'll do something that I know I won't do. So just set yourself up for success. Be realistic because the, the goal is confidence, right? The goal is progress and <laughs> being unrealistic or using somebody else's schedule or committing to things that you don't want to do or you won't do, that's just going to set you further behind. So 
Let's get into the nitty gritty. These are things that I personally do, and I've learned to do these things through trial and error, mostly error, um, because I used to do all of the things wrong. And so I really, really buckled down eventually and thought, what do what do I freaking want my weeks to look like? Like, what is success for me? What would make me happy at the end of the day if I accomplish? And so that's what we're going to dive into here. And so there are two things that I want you to do, whether you are a first-time planner, like this is brand new information for you, or if you are coming out of a season like me, I'm coming out of summer where my kids were home, obviously. Summer's just summer, right? What summer looked like is really different than what fall is going to look like. So my kids started back to school yesterday. And so this is a really good time to do this podcast because I literally did these things. So if you're a first-time planner or you're planning for a new season of life, season in general, things are going to start looking different. I need you to do two things. Write down your goals, meaning what do you want your week to look like? That should be your number one goal. It's so important. Make sure you sit down and say, like, what is my goal for this week or for the fall or for these next few months, right? What do I want them to feel like? Do I want to schedule some fun? Do I want it to buckle down and be dead serious? Do I want to get a shit ton of work done? Or am I going to give myself some grace? Write down your goals and then write down what isn't working. Like, what am I currently doing right now? I did this myself. What am I currently doing right now that is not serving me, that is making me feel like, oh, that is not a good way to spend my time, right? Write down those two things and then you can get into planning your weeks and your months. So after you've done those two things, figured out your goals and figured out what isn't working, I want you to start planning. And I have four tips for you in this planning and I'm gonna break them down. Number one, when you sit down to plan your week, I need you to brain dump, get out a huge piece of notebook paper, mama's. You're going to need a huge piece of notebook paper and brain dump everything on your mind that you need to do that week. Write down every appointment, every work thing, every sports thing, every kid thing, everything that is on your mind that you need to do, every phone call you need to make. If it's on your mind, write it down on this piece of paper and it needs to be planned into your schedule. Number two, schedule your non-negotiables first. Schedule game times for your kids. If you need to get them back and forth to practice, appointments, if you have family commitments, anything that has to be done by you, put in your calendar first because those things are non-negotiable. You're gonna have to be there. You're gonna have to get it done or arrange it. So you might as well plan for it. I personally use a desk calendar, a large desk calendar for my work. I use a wall calendar for any family events. And I use a planner, like an hourly scheduled planner for times and details of my own day. That's how I set up my weeks. Now, it's taken me a long time to you know, get this um, system in place. So whatever works for you is perfect. Just make sure it works for you. It's a little Seems like a little much, I'm sure, but obviously I am an entrepreneur. I work for myself, by myself. So I have to schedule everything for my own job. So I need a I need a couple different planners. I need to break it down by the day, by the hour. So figure out a schedule that works for you or a system, I should say, that works for you on how to write all of these things down. And if you need three to four freaking calendars, use three to four freaking calendars. If that's what works, that's what works, right? No judgment here. Number three, then after you've scheduled your non-negotiables, you want to schedule your must-dos for your fitness journey. So (laughs) obviously, this should be a non-negotiable. 
Um, so like my workouts are part of my non-negotiables. I schedule that actually probably before I schedule my appointments and games. So do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> but you can do it obviously this way too, which is fine for people that aren't quite as obsessed as I am. Um, so scheduling your must-dos for your fitness journey. So this is going to look like your workouts, your meals, things like that. So plan out as far as you can one month if possible. I like to get all of this down on paper, like just to write down what days I'm going to be working out. Look ahead. Hopefully you're following a plan of like five workouts a week. So know what days you're going to be working out. I personally work out. I take Mondays off. So the beginning of week, I take Mondays as a rest day. I work out Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I take Friday as a rest day and I work out Saturday, Sunday. That works for me. I know that that's my schedule, period. So it's just like what time. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, now that school's in session, I'm going to be working out in the morning. I'll have my workout done before my kids even get up for school. On the weekends, that the times can vary based on what we have going on. So I will look ahead. I will plan my workouts, put them on the calendar, 5.30 a.m., Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then I will look at Saturday, Sunday and figure out what time that needs to happen. If there is a week where I can't work out on a Saturday or Sunday, then I will schedule that for a Monday or Friday. But I look ahead as far as that goes. I also then suggest that you log into my fitness pal and log a successful day of eating and plan around that. So log a day that looks really good for you. Give yourself two to three options for breakfast, two to three options for lunches, a couple different snack options. Eat those every day of the week. It cuts down on grocery money, cuts down on your thought process. You have a couple options if you're hungry. Eat that. Uh, make sure they're fun. Make sure you enjoy those foods. And then for dinner, you can just log on to Pinterest, get into my Facebook group, Team Christy. Every Friday, I post a recipe in there. Um, and find a couple dinner recipes that work for you or have a couple go-to recipes or just simple meals that you can plan on for that week. Once you have your lunches, your breakfasts, your snacks, your dinners, everything planned, you can get on, order your groceries. Hopefully, you're ordering your groceries online and picking them up. If we're not doing grocery pickup, mamas, please, please take a second. <laughs> and this saves you so much time. Um, I actually have to go, obviously go get my groceries and then always have to run in the store and grab a couple of things. But it saves me so much time and so much money because I'm not wandering around the store looking at things I don't need. So hopefully you're ordering your groceries, pick them up, bring them home, prep what you need to get them in cute little containers, organize your fridge, however you want to do that and make sure that your meals are good to go. So you have now brain dumped everything you need to do. You have scheduled your non-negotiables. You have scheduled your workouts. You know what you're going to be eating. You've logged a successful day of my fitness pal. So you can just kind of copy from there, put your meals in there. You're good to go. You should be feeling so good about yourself at this point because you've got pretty much everything covered. Now, number four, I just want you to plan some rest and some fun. For so many years, I did not schedule in like time to go for a walk, time to just sit and read a book, time that if my kids are bored, want to hang out with me in the evening, I can say yes. Plan some time to do things that you really, really love. That's why I only work out four to five days a week right now. Um, I have two to three days to go for a walk, to just chill and to realize that those days are important too. Muscle can only grow when you are at rest. And so you need to rest. That's important. And so plan in some rest and fun. And then obviously we have to execute on these tasks. <laughs> there are also so many times where I spent, oh my God, so much time planning for a week 
where I would then, you know, plan and prep all this food and then I wouldn't want to eat any of it because it was boring. I didn't like the workouts that I was doing. I honestly just set myself up for failure um, on a week that wasn't successful for me and I didn't execute on that. And yeah, it doesn't feel good. So make sure that you can do these things. You can actually do these things. If you need to start slower, start slower and build up to this and make sure that you plan on some rest and fun and make sure that you execute. So those are my tips on how to plan a successful week. It seems really simple. And honestly, it is because when we sync up your life and your fitness, it all like just goes together, like I've said before. Um, A few things to remember. Remember that there are different seasons of life and where you're at is okay. No need to judge yourself. If you have a couple weeks where things are falling apart, life's getting crazy and super busy, tone back a little bit. There's absolutely nothing wrong with slowing down. If you admit to yourself you need to slow down, you have a better chance of just slowing down and not stopping. So that's really, really good. But whatever season of life you are in is okay. If you're in a season of push, 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 that's good. If you're in a season of giving yourself grace, that's perfectly fine too. Each week might look different. In fact, each week will look different and that's okay. You're going to have different weeks. Some weeks you're super busy and you're eating more fast food. Some days you're super laid back and you're chilling at home and you're making your own meals and crushing your workouts. That's good. Each week will look different. Plan on that so you don't feel let down once your weeks start to not sync up and you know some weeks look different. Just realize that that's okay. And remember that you can change up your weeks at any time. Nothing is permanent. Find a routine that works for you. And if you schedule a week and you think it's going to be really successful and it ends up being an absolute train wreck and you suck at it, you'll know what not to do the next week. (laughs) Make some changes and adjust accordingly. So I hope this week was, or this episode rather, was really, really helpful on how to set up a successful week. I want you to know that just being realistic and trying this for a few weeks is progress. If you try and you fail and you try and you fail, you are still doing better than if you were doing nothing at all. So just keep at it. And I cannot wait to talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to today's show. Go ahead and leave a rating and a review. And of course, follow the podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And I would love it so much if you came to connect with me over on Instagram at Christy Castillo Fit. I will see you next time. Oh,